Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The Joyce Kaufman Podcast is being brought to you by Code Red Roofers, South Florida's leading residential and commercial roof experts. Code Red Roofers, roofers that respond. Call 844-4-CODE-RED or visit coderedroofers.com. News Talk 850 WFTL presents Joyce Kaufman, No Restraint. Here's Joyce Kaufman. Welcome to this week's No Restraint podcast. And I'm a bit all over the place today, which usually means it'll be a very interesting show. I'm going to be talking about everything from the no labels party to long COVID to pornography. Now, if that doesn't make you stay until the very end, I don't know what will. But my understanding is the number one website is Pornhub, so obviously teasing you with a pornography segment should keep you riveted to this No Restraint podcast. Don't forget to share it with your friends. I'm Joyce Kaufman, and you're not. But I'll tell you one thing, without you, there is no me. And I'm really grateful that you're listening today. So this No Labels Party, this is a pretty interesting subject to talk about. More than 15,000 people in Arizona have registered to join this new political party. Maybe they're talking about a possible bipartisan unity ticket against both Joe Biden and Donald Trump. Well, that's a lot less than the population of each of the state's 40 largest cities, but it's still a number big enough to tip the presidential election in a critical swing state which Arizona definitely is. And it is alarming people who are trying to stop one Donald J. Trump from winning the White House again. The very existence of the No Labels Group is fanning a lot of Democratic anxiety about Donald Trump's chances against an incumbent president facing questions about his age, his record. And while it hasn't committed to running candidates for president and vice president, No Labels has already secured ballot access in Arizona and 10 other states, and its organizers say that they're on track to reach 20 states by the end of this year and all 50 states by Election Day. Pretty monumental when you think about it. If they have someone on the ballot who is designed to bring the country together, that clearly draws votes away from Joe Biden, but doesn't seem to draw votes away from Donald Trump because those of us who support Donald Trump are really not interested in working together with people who we believe want to destroy this country, which raises the stakes for Biden allies who are mounting a furious pressure campaign against these no labels and politicians who are meeting with the group. In Arizona, which Joe Biden won by about 10,000 votes, if you believe that, The state Democratic Party sued the Secretary of State, Adrian Fontes, also a Democrat, to try to prevent no labels from even being on the ballot. The party lost in court and then dropped its lawsuit. 
And now Democrats are pushing Fontes to force No Labels to disclose its donors, having insinuated that the group is being supported by conservatives attempting to thwart Biden. No Labels has so far refused to name how it is funding its work. Fontes has not commented publicly, but is expected to announce a decision in the coming weeks after telling No Labels he may take action against the group for failing to register under the state's campaign finance law. His decision is likely to be challenged in court. Isn't everything challenged in court these days? You betcha. Some of the anti-No Labels efforts are quixotic. A perennial candidate from outside Phoenix signed up as a No Labels candidate and declared himself a chairman of No Labels' Pinal County chapter, in part so he could run for state office and try to force the party to follow the state's campaign finance reporting laws. It's kind of like a performance art piece, said Richard Grayson, who promptly, after switching to no labels, endorsed Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris. Biden's narrow 2020 victory came with the help of anti-Trump Republicans and with right-leaning independents and voters who disliked both candidates but saw Biden as a better option than Trump. He'll need their support to win a rematch. In Arizona, Biden was endorsed by a former Republican Senator Jeff Flake and Cindy McCain, the widow of Senator John McCain, a lifelong Republican who publicly clashed with Trump and who never made any sense anyhow. If even a small number of those voters were to back a no-labels candidate next year, Biden could fall short. No third-party candidate has ever won the presidency or even come close. Actually, in the modern era, the strongest performer was Ross Perot back in 1992, but he didn't earn a single electoral vote. He did, however, earn a reputation as a spoiler to then-President George H.W. Bush. Democrats blame Green Party nominee Jill Stein for spoiling Hillary Clinton's would-be victory in 2016, when Stein got more votes in Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin than Trump's margin of victory. In 2020, a shift of just 45,000 votes in Arizona, Georgia, and Wisconsin would have been enough to tilt the election from Biden to Trump. We need to convince the political world that being involved with this party, this no-labels party, is a bad idea, said Matt Bennett, executive VP of the center-left group Third Way. If you're a potential candidate of theirs, you're going to be Jill Stein 2.0. But supporters of no-labels insist that the political climate is far different heading into 2024, with wide swaths of voters in both parties exerting chaos and disasters in Washington, D.C. These are unprecedented times, said Ben Chavez, a former head of the NAACP, who is now working with no-labels. Never before has such a large number of Americans, especially African Americans, expressed their concerns and expressed their views and their aspirations for more choices. At least 13,500 people have registered with no labels in Arizona's two largest counties, which include Phoenix and Tucson, with roughly 1,900 registered in the state's other counties, according to the most recent figures that I could find. About half of registrants in August were formerly independent, and another quarter were newly registered, according to Sam Almy, a Democratic data analyst based in Phoenix. 
The rest came mostly from the two major parties. 14% were previously Democrats and 11% had been Republicans, while only about a quarter of the newly registered No Labels members came from the major parties. They're much likelier to vote. About 63% of the former Democrats and 65% of the former Republicans voted in 2020, while only 45% of the former independents cast a ballot. No Labels party members skew younger. More than half are younger than 35, according to Almi, and just 5% are older than 65. 12% of them live in the 4th Congressional District, which includes Arizona State University. If No Labels runs candidates, anybody can vote for them, whether they've joined the party or not. No Labels leaders say they'll decide after the Super Tuesday primaries in March whether to run a candidate who would be nominated at a convention in Dallas in April. The group has not said how the candidate would be chosen, but hopes to publish a plan next month. No Labels has ties to moderates from both parties. Among them, Democratic Senator Joe Manchin of West Virginia, former Independent Senator Joe Lieberman of Connecticut, former Republican Governor John Huntsman of Utah, and Republican Governor Larry Hogan of Maryland. The group could also pick a business leader or a retired military officer. Ryan Clancy, the chief strategist for No Labels, said their decision will not be influenced by head-to-head polling of the chosen candidate against Trump and Biden. Such a poll would be meaningless because a large swath of voters won't know anything about the No Labels candidate before a campaign is run, he said. No Labels leaders vehemently deny that they'll be a spoiler for Trump and say they'll only proceed if their candidate has a path to victory. But it's unclear how certain that path will have to be. This is something we're still working through, they said. Interesting, really. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Findings in a new study, though, challenge the mainstream narrative that COVID-19 vaccinations prevent long COVID. The study found that while previous infections might reduce the risk of long COVID by about 86%, vaccination status prior to COVID infection is irrelevant to a person's risk of developing long COVID. I have a friend suffering from long COVID, actually a friend and also a family member, and it's no joke. The notion had been that both Previous infection, as well as vaccination, reduced the chances of subsequent long COVID should you be a professor of preventative medicine and health policy at Vanderbilt University Medical Center. These investigators have poured cool water on that concept. 
Researchers from Martin Luther University, Hale Wittenberg, an over 500-year-old research university in Germany, found that people with the highest risk of long COVID or post-COVID condition, as the authors wrote, were unvaccinated people infected with the Wuhan variant, followed by unvaccinated and vaccinated participants infected with the alpha variant. While not explicitly discussed in the study, the study's diagram and supplementary tables showed that with the exception of infection with the Wuhan variant, unvaccinated people tend to have a slightly lower risk of long COVID than their vaccinated counterparts. Furthermore, unvaccinated people infected with the Omicron variant had the lowest risk of long COVID. Vaccination offered no meaningful protection against developing PCC, which is post-COVID condition, in case of an infection. In contrast, there was strong evidence that a previous infection reduced the risk of PCC. Nearly 49,000 people in the German population responded to a survey. Participants were recruited through postal mail. They were then asked to fill out an online questionnaire that included a list of symptoms. Participants self-reported if they tested positive for COVID-19 and the symptoms they experienced afterward. The study authors asked for symptoms present from four to 12-week post-infection window and for symptoms that persisted after the 12th week. Symptoms that did not persist beyond that were not deemed as long COVID. Depending on the date of infection, the authors categorized the participant as being infected by the dominant variant at the time. We categorized infections before January 1, 2021 as caused by the Wuhan variant, infections between January 1, 2021 and June 30, 2021 as caused by the Alpha variant, infections between July 1, 2021 and December 20, 2021, as caused by the Delta variant, and infections from December 21, 2021, as caused by the Omicron variant. Of all the surveyed people, around 17,000 had at least one COVID-19 infection, with around 2,800 reporting long COVID symptoms. None of the participants in the study was physically examined, nor did they present lab tests on their health. Doctors are engaged in a debate over the study's findings and its methodology. A lot are concerned that the questionnaire was too subjective. Like many large population-based studies, the findings are provocative, but they're often not definitive. You have to do other follow-up studies, many of which are smaller but much more precise, and they eliminate a lot of the uncertainty. A professor of pediatrics at the Dartmouth-Geisel School of Medicine argued that the study's participant is so heterogeneous that he's not sure what to conclude from the study. So these are studies that are going to be ongoing for a long time, and we can only hope that they don't abandon the study because most of us don't understand how this happened in the first place, why we responded the way we responded, and most importantly, what the lasting effects are going to be on our populations. So keep on studying. And I wanna talk about this Louisiana legislator, Lori Schlegel, who wanted porn websites to do more to protect the children in her state. She is the woman who stood up to the porn industry and she won. And now her law is the blueprint for the rest of the country. 
Before she decided to run in a special election to fill a state in Louisiana's House of Representatives in 2021, she asked her son for permission. I asked him, and he just boldly told me, don't take offense to this, but I just don't need you as much anymore. She said she was wearing a black jumpsuit with a green liner on her eyes when they met at her blonde brick home in downtown Materi. And so, she said, that hurt. But she quickly got over it and immediately started working on her campaign. Even though the licensed sex addiction therapist and pro-life Republican faced a tough race against Eddie Connick, the scion of storied New Orleans political family and cousin of singer Harry Connick Jr., his pedigree did not help his chances, nor did a campaign flyer that read, sending a social worker to the legislature would be like washing money down the drain. His gambit landed with about as much grace as Hillary Clinton's basket of deplorables. Social workers from my district contacted me and were like, how can I help you, explained Schlegel, age 47. In April of 2021, she won the seat with 52% of the vote and immediately planned to address the usual concerns of the 45,000 residents in her district, such as crime and education. But a few months after she took office in May 2021, she decided on a different agenda, taking on online porn. What she has since achieved after two years in office has made international news. Not only has Schlegel curbed the billion-dollar online porn industry for the first time in history, forcing websites to protect kids in Louisiana and pull out of at least three U.S. states, she has offered a legislative blueprint for others across the country. I am truly humbled to see what we began as a movement sweeping the country and beginning a long overdue conversation about how we can protect kids from hardcore pornography, she says. If you listened to my podcast a week or two ago, I spoke about how young kids, younger and younger kids, including female kids, are getting addicted to porn from these porn sites. So her championing this cause came about right at the right time. Schlegel's crusade started back in December of 2021. She had listened to the Howard Stern Show and a 21-year-old pop sensation, Billie Eilish, was talking about online porn. Eilish told Stern that she began watching abusive images at the age of 11 and that this had warped her sense of how to behave during sex and what women's bodies look like. No VJ looks like this, Eilish told Stern. I feel incredibly devastated that I was exposed to so much porn. Schlegel was struck by Eilish's openness, that she was just a young girl being vulnerable enough to share those details with the world. The singer's story also chimed with Schlegel's professional experience, both as a sex addiction therapist and a court-appointed special advocate for abused and neglected children in the foster care system. She knew the issues facing young clients raised on unlimited free online porn, 
the decoupling of intimacy from sex, the inability to get aroused without porn playing in the background, a warped idea of what your partner actually wants. If you've never had your first kiss, but you've seen hardcore pornography, it's going to mold the way you view sexuality, she said. You're not dealing with a fully formed adult brain that's like, oh, so I shouldn't strangle my partner? If Schlegel understood the damage pornography causes, she also knew how easy it is for children to access it. And she realized that now that she was a state legislator, she was uniquely positioned to do something about it. She soon settled on the idea of legislation that, if passed, would require porn sites to confirm their customers were 18 or older before they could click through to their content. You can't be 10 years old and go into Mr. Binky's. That's an adult bookstore in my district, she says. This is public policy we've accepted across the board in brick-and-mortar stores, but we've just been giving a pass to the Internet. While Schlegel attends a non-denominational Christian church and describes her faith as very important to me, she had no desire to impose her morality on others over the age of 18. Adults have rights, so I get it, she says, explaining that all she wanted was to craft a bill making it harder for kids to access videos like, I invite my stepsister to take a bath to <clears throat> her hard and... <clears throat> In her, <clears throat> within days of hearing Eilish's story, Schlegel contacted Dr. Gail Dines, a sociologist and anti-porn scholar whose 2015 TEDx talks, Growing Up in a Porn Field Culture, captured Schlegel's concerns. The two women made strange bedfellows. Dines self-identifies as a progressive Jewish pro-sex feminist who believes in free speech, but they agreed the porn industry had gone too far and something had to be done to stop it. Both Dines and Schlegel were frustrated by the way that porn had seized the narrative, convincing the public that any regulation of their content was a death blow for free speech. I think the porn industry's way to fearmonger is to say, well, now you know adults aren't going to be able to access it. At Schlegel's request, Dines started Women's Caucus in January of 2022. Among its most jarring findings is that minors who view pornography are more likely to believe women enjoyed being raped. People were shocked at Dr. Dines' research and the type of pornography that kids can access on the internet and how it impacts them, says Schlegel. You could see from their follow-up questions that they'd had no idea and that many were appalled. After the session, lawmakers were eager to offer Schlegel whatever support she needed. I even had some of my Democratic colleagues saying, how can we help you push this? Meanwhile, Schlegel began researching legal precedent. She was looking for a sweet spot where a law would limit minors' access to pornography without being struck down as unconstitutional. She says she got in touch with constitutional lawyers, people who can take a look at my ideas and the language, and ask, could this pass constitutional muster? There was also the technical question of how exactly to verify someone's age online. During the pandemic, an electronic age verification system called LA Wallet had been authorized to accept digital driver's licenses and ID cards as legitimate forms of identification in Louisiana. 
after getting assurances that L.A. Wallet could provide the technology to verify someone's age without giving any other identifying information, Schlegel crafted Louisiana House Bill 142. The legislation requires online publishers of porn sites to require age verification via an L.A. Wallet program called Verify You Pro, anonymous edition, that users are over 18. In February, Schlegel had introduced the legislation in the lower chamber. HB 142 sailed through the Louisiana House 96 to 1 and in June of 2022. And when the law went into effect this past January, Pornhub, the world's largest porn site, lost 80% of its traffic in Louisiana. Soon after, two dozen states proposed copycat policies, Arkansas, Montana, Mississippi, Utah, Virginia, and Texas have now all passed similar legislation. This summer, Pornhub chose to pull out of Mississippi, Utah, and Virginia entirely rather than comply with the new age verification requirements. Visitors in those states are now greeted with a video of a fully clothed Sherry DeVille, star of the films Like It Big and Slut Inspection, urging users who support internet freedoms to contact their state representatives. Pornhub further cited in a July 2023 statement that the laws jeopardize user safety and privacy and encouraged all members of our community, what a weird community, huh, to stand up for your freedom to enjoy and consume porn privately. The Free Speech Coalition, which represents the porn industry, has filed lawsuits in several states arguing that age verification laws are ineffective, unconstitutional, and dangerous. U.S. District Judge David Ezra recently agreed, calling Texas's law constitutionally problematic because it deters adults' access to legally sexually explicit material far beyond the interest of protecting minors. As of September 19th, a three-judge panel in Texas reversed the earlier decision, and for now, it is allowed to say these laws are an overreaction, that publishers are being forced to wall off their sites on the off chance the content might harm a child. As well as First Amendment objections, anti-censorship advocates worry about privacy. They note, for example, that every driver's license in Louisiana was recently exposed to cyber attack. Schlegel says she understands some of her critics' concerns, but believes the law is 100% not unduly burdensome to adults. If you go on Pornhub's site in Louisiana, the age verification process takes less than a minute for you to get unlimited access to whatever pornography you want to look at. Meanwhile, Schlegel is thrilled that an idea she had while listening to the radio has had such a widespread effect across the nation. Getting HB 142 passed and signed by the governor felt amazing, says Schlegel. While it may sound cliche, I ran for office to make a difference, especially when it comes to children. Over a lunch of po'boys and onion rings, Scott Schlegel explains the challenges he and his wife have faced. I mean, look, we've been together since we were 17-year-olds. We support each other, says the district court judge for Jefferson County. There was the time she nearly died in childbirth, the week of Hurricane Katrina. Freshly out of the hospital with their newborn son, the couple drove out of New Orleans just before the storm hit. 
I just felt so bad Scott had to board up the house by himself, says Schlegel. There was also Schlegel leaving a 10-year career as a pharmaceutical rep in 2011 to get a master's in marriage counseling, a decision partly inspired by a Bible study class she led. So this is a couple who have made a decision to dedicate their lives to protecting children, not just their own, but everywhere. Let me remind you that sexual pornography of the kind you find on these websites is not only inappropriate for children, in my opinion, it's detrimental to adults. But we cannot stop adults from doing things that harm them. We can stop children. So if you enjoyed this No Restraint podcast, make sure you pass it along and let somebody else hear it. And then, of course, be aware that a new one will be coming out shortly. Thanks for your time this time. Until next time, God bless you and God bless the USA. The Joyce Kaufman Podcast has been brought to you by Code Red Roofers, South Florida's leading residential and commercial roof experts. Code Red Roofers, roofers that respond. Call 844-4-CODE-RED or visit coderedroofers.com.